0: On air, this is AM 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis.
2: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A former economic official from the Clinton and Obama administration is now warning that President Biden's COVID stimulus plan may simply be too big. Here's White House correspondent Greg Cluxton.
3: For the past few weeks, this has been the main talking point from the White House about the $1.9 trillion rescue plan.
4: This is a package. The risk here, as he has said many times, is not going too big. It is going too small.
3: But former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers, who served in the Clinton and Obama administrations, warns the price tag might be too high. He writes in the Washington Post that a stimulus that large could threaten future inflation and financial stability. But White House officials pushed back, saying Summers is wrong. Greg Clugston, Washington.
2: International oil prices up 62 pennies a barrel on the NYMEX Friday, up to $56.85. This is SRN News.
0: This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. The vaccine rollout is underway.
2: Best case scenario, end of April to get through all the people who are higher priority, the elderly or one comorbidity. It's going really, really slowly. It's really infuriating.
0: Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11. Here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot.
3: Have you been suffering from numbness? AM
0: 1280, The Patriot.
3: Have you been suffering from numbness, tingling, burning, or restless pain in your hands or feet? Does your doctor insist on giving you more medications, but your neuropathy is not improving? Stop masking the symptoms and get answers today by contacting Dr. Knight at Abundant Life Health Center in Chanhassen. If you do nothing, you run the risk of suffering long-term complications like infections. Poor wound healing, balance issues restraining you to a walker, and possible amputations. In fact, 86,000 Americans lose a limb every year to untreated neuropathy. Get your life back today. Abundant Life Health Center has helped hundreds of patients reverse their neuropathy. If you're ready to regain your independence, contact Dr. Knight at Abundant Life Health Center in Chanhassen. As a Patriot listener, you receive a special $49 Get Acquainted offer. That's a $250 value for just $49. Neuropathy doesn't wait around. You shouldn't either. Call 952 383 to schedule a full neuropathy workup with Dr. Knight.
5: Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, EVRcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned.
0: How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is, satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761. 800-430-8761. 430 8761 That's 800-430-8761. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
6: It's time now for Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the CIT Studios, here's the original man of steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan.
1: Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to where you live. I'm Gene Sullivan, broadcasting from the CIT Studios. I'm also brought to you by uh, the great folks at Extreme Exteriors, I'm uh, always uh, very appreciative that you would stop by and join me here on Saturday morning. Uh, today, I have uh, with me, I'm working with uh, Trevor K, who's uh, back at the station uh, operating the board. Trevor, it has been a while, my friend.
6: It has. It's good to get the Dream Team back together, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. yes, it is. Hey, hey do you like uh, hot food?
6: Uh, sure. Be more specific, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Hot foods. Good. Uh,
1: okay. I well, you have to qualify it, uh, <laughs> of cor- because uh, especially in Minnesota, there are a number of people who, what they refer to as hot food, uh-huh. uh, with uh, the uh, Norwegian palate is,
6: uh, oh, uh, hot just- isn't spicy.
1: Hot and spicy,
6: yes. (laughs) I thought you meant as in, like, a hot sandwich or a cold sandwich. I'm going, okay, hold on. (laughs) You're not giving me much to work with. Yes. Okay. Oh, sorry. Hot spicy. Hot spicy. Uh, Hot spicy. To a degree. To a degree.
1: To a degree. Okay. Do you you think you have some Norwegian
6: sensibilities about you? A a little, but I'm not one of those people that thinks, you know, black pepper or ketchup is spicy. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Good.
1: All right. Um, Well- You've probably seen some of those shows like uh, uh, deal with uh, uh, people uh, eating, who is it, uh, Adam? Uh, what's his name in uh, Man? Oh, Man, man versus, versus Food. food. Uh, yeah, Adam,
6: yes. I forget his last name. I know who you're talking about. A- anyway,
1: yeah, you'll see him uh, uh, try to devour something that's really hot. Well, I found out in the news, they used to say that the ghost pepper was the hottest pepper around. I've heard that. Uh, and they said that was supposed to be anywhere between 855,000 to just over 1 million Scoville heat units. That's the units they use to describe the hotness. They've come up with another pepper, a guy by the name of Ed Curry, that his last name probably ought to uh, have appropriate away. I like Yes, that. it is, in uh, South Carolina. Came up with uh, what they're calling the Carolina Reaper Chili Pepper. Doesn't that sound wonderful? And the uh, this chili pepper, they say, uh, is uh, tested to over 2.2 2 million Scoville heat units. Okay. That's pain. Uh, That's said, not
6: flavor at that point.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, didn't they say the Carolina Reaper... Can grow in height of over four feet tall, so uh this guy this guy's got the Godzilla of uh, reaper of hot peppers, and uh, they say the flavor is fruity. Um, I don't know about that. Uh, how can you say something is uh, fruity when once you get beyond I'm sure. Anybody gets over 50,000 Scoville heat units, 100,000, and you go on beyond that. Most people's uh, tongue is just uh, peeling away from them at that point. That's
6: what I'm thinking. It's got to just be like napalm on your tongue, and you can't taste anything but burn, just (laughs) burn-flavored. Fruity.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm not going to try it. Uh, I I enjoy uh, hot food, but uh, no, that's a little bit too much for me. Well, folks, uh, let's uh, get started with uh, today's show. We've got a great show for you. We've got a lot to cover and a great first story here in Property Management in the News. Property Management in the News is brought to you by Will Tarbox from Country Financial in Maple Grove. Providing insurance to help you protect what matters most. For quality coverage affordable. Get a quote today from Will at Country Fine the number 763-416-5131. Well, our first story uh, is right here in our own backyard. Uh, it was uh, aired less than uh, a week ago on our very own WCCO Channel 4 News, a CBS affiliate. Please uh, play the audio we have for this story
3: a group of neighbors are worried they're going to lose their homes due to exorbitant association fees.
5: David Schumann looked into the dispute over roof damage that is costing some in an Eden Prairie subdivision thousands of dollars out of pocket.
7: The ridiculous is insane. It is just insane.
0: Nervous, sleepless nights.
7: These homeowners in Eden Prairie's Hennepin Village community are at risk of liens on their homes and even foreclosures. They owe their homeowners association money for assessed roof damage from an August hailstorm, anywhere from $9 to $14,000.
2: My insurance rejected my claim, so I have to pay the uh, full amount, $14,500
7: i don't know if there is a way out of this the property management firm community association group used an insurance adjuster to come up with the cost of damage in the community and then split the charge between all the homes venkat manikanda feels the hoa is getting away with an overpriced assessment because they haven't been transparent about how it was determined
2: And so they don't want to share anything to the homeowners which homes have that damaged and uh, or who did the inspection
7: other neighbors have had insurance cover some or all of the assessment and the hoa the homeowners association says 75 percent of residents have paid in full in a lengthy statement cag said it's provided ample information about obtaining the right insurance and it's unfortunate that a vocal minority feel it's necessary to continue to protest the properly levied assessment i'm surprised by that language
6: in when uh, in the situation of a pandemic when governments and and everyone is trying to help people. This could mean that some some of us could lose their houses.
7: Residents were given less than two months to pay. They do have the option of a payment plan spread out throughout most of the year. In Eden Prairie, David Schumann, WCCO 4 News.
5: Experts urge people living in an HOA community or are considering moving to one to be as fully aware as they can of all the rules that are involved.
1: I'll tell you, I'm deeply disappointed in the way our local news portrayed this story. Did you catch how they framed this entire story in the first half of the two-minute uh, uh, two report that they gave? They began by saying, uh, homeowners afraid they will lose their home over exorbitant HOA fees. That's what they said right out of the gate. Next, they stated Eden Prairie homeowners are at risk of liens of their home, even foreclosure. They went on to say homeowners are charged between 9000 to $14,000. And then you hear statements from two homeowners. My insurance rejected my claim. The other said, I don't know if there is a way out of this. What is clear to listening to the first half of this two-minute story? Well, is it not that uh, homeowners in an HOA are being charged huge sums of money and that bad people here are once again uh, those who are running the HOA, the board and their henchmen, the property management company? Uh, They shouldn't call themselves a news service. They're more of a news disservice. If you ask me, at least with this story In the rest of the story, they emphasize the association. Uh, uh, They had to get someone. They made it uh, sound like it was an unusual thing. This thing called this guy called the adjuster who came out with uh, numbers for the cost of repairs to what is assumed to be most definitely an unnecessary overpriced project. But what was it that they really weren't saying? They weren't emphasizing in this story. How about number one? uh, What we have here is not just an HOA who says, uh, let's see if we can rake in huge sums of money from people. But there was a reason. There was a major storm that went through the Twin Cities last summer. And there was significant damage to everybody's home. Now, when that happens, uh, people want to have those repairs done, don't they? The other thing they really weren't saying is that most people in this association have paid that special assessment for the insurance claim and had no problem. What is the difference here? What is going on? What, what was it that made it uh, so that some people found it easy and others difficult? Well, we're going to take a look at that and more. But don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280 The Patriot. We'll be back after this. AM
0: 1280 The Patriot
4: Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753.
7: Licensed agent producer
0: of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management Inc., Thrivent.com
8: slash disclosures.
0: Catch up on the latest news and information affecting Minnesota's great outdoors with Outdoor News Radio. We talk hunting, fishing, and natural resources in the great state of Minnesota every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Joining me, Rob Jerisline, our guest like bow hunting expert Tony Peterson, professional anglers like Tackle Terry Tuma and Tim Lesmeister, and nature gurus like the bird chick Sharon Staler. Join us for Outdoor News Radio. Every Sunday morning at 8 on our sister station, Freedom 1570.
5: What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com.
9: Savings are based on quick and loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal hustle letter. License in all 50 states. MLS access.org. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs.
2: Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on...
0: You're listening to Where You Live with Gene
7: Sullivan.
1: Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here broadcasting from the CIT studios. I'm also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. You know, you can count on Extreme Exteriors for expert installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, fascia decks, windows, and more. With their knowledge and experience, they can design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call at 763-441-1334 and tell them Gene sent you. Before we uh, wrap up our uh, story of uh, this uh, homeowners association in Eden Prairie that had a huge claim and some people didn't sound like they had the insurance to cover it. We're going to talk about that in just a moment, but it's time right now to hear from the Community
10: Associations Institute. Here's the CAI Minute. Are you a volunteer in your homeowner association? Maybe a residential property manager wanting to increase your industry knowledge and obtain professional credentials in property management. Are you a vendor or professional offering services to homeowners and associations or property managers? If you said yes to any one of those questions, then join the Community Association Institute. The CAI is a great organization, helping you be informed and more proficient in your homeowner association board member or property manager role. It's also a great way to network with potential clients. For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit cai-mn.com to learn more. That's cai-mn.com. The Minnesota chapter of CAI holds monthly managers' luncheons, board member education training, property manager certification training, and much more. It also produces a bi-monthly informative magazine called Minnesota Community Living. Why not join the Community Association Institute today? You can do so online at cai-mn.com and select Membership.
1: So we have this story earlier this week, WCCO Channel 4 News reported it. uh, Homeowner Association, significant insurance claim from a storm last summer. But they begin uh, in the opening of this story just stating that homeowners are afraid of losing their home over exorbitant HOA fees. And it makes you... uh, feel like uh, we're talking about uh, the story of David and Goliath here. You know, you have uh, the good guys, the poor, unsuspecting homeowners, and you have uh, these ugly people called the board and their henchmen, the property management company. And what they weren't emphasizing, I thought, was very important. And that is most of the people in this association Did you notice in the story, it was kind of buried a little bit. They had no problem paying the special assessment. It was taken care of with their insurance. You know, this whole idea or notion of how you can have a home, something that you invest so much money in, and then to think that there could be this huge catastrophic event that could come, and wipe out everything that you've uh, saved for and have been purchasing over decades uh, with this home, all at once wiped out because of a catastrophic event, uh, because of uh, a weather event, because of fire, that kind of thing. And yet, someone created this thing called insurance. And how wonderful this really is! In actuality, you pay very little. And here's. Uh, companies that have scientifically calculated the probability of a huge event like this taking place and how much money they need to take from someone to so that they have money in reserve so uh, a certain percentage is going to be called on and needed to take care of uh, other people's homes who have a catastrophic event. I think it's amazing. And here... The way insurance works in uh, Minnesota with an HOA, we're in a no-fault state. Insurance is paid out according to the policy that is considered primary. And so you have the master policy. That's the homeowner association policy. And they pay for most of what takes place uh, in uh, claims for the association, And they ask you to have what's considered co-insurance. You're also going to have another policy in place, what's called an HO6. Now, the HO6 is going to take care of your personal property inside of your home. Anything that's called a betterment or improvement, things that you uh, increased in the value of your home that others may not have had, they're going to. And it's worked out uh, very well. And then usually there is, uh, because insurance costs uh, have gone up, and the number of claims have grown. Insurance said, "Hey, let's uh, let's increase what is the deductible—the first amount of money that has to be covered either out of pocket or with another insurance policy before our insurance kicks in." And when that happens, homeowner associations are able to save money, and uh, very significantly. But people have understood that you can get that covered with the ho 6 policy. Okay? Uh, and it's worked out very well. But let's go back to the statement that one homeowner made. Uh, if you listened to the audio, he said, My insurance rejected my claim. Folks, don't you want to know why? Why is it that most folks living in that community had no problem with? the assessment, but he did, and a few others, I can tell you it's most likely because he had one of two things taking place for him. Number one, he had the wrong insurance. Some people uh, didn't have what's called an HO6 policy, what they needed for living in a homeowners association. Uh, They talked with uh, probably a uh, a, a novice insurance agent, and they gave them an HO4 just for the contents on the inside because they wrongly assume that the association policy takes care of everything else. So that would be one thing that happens. Uh, number two, it would be someone not paying attention to the loss assessment coverage the insurance company will pay out. Uh, this is uh, you. You have the uh, you have the difference. What is the deductible that has to be met before the insurance policy kicks in? And over the years, that amount has gone up. Now, most people have had no problem. Uh, what they do is they yearly uh, take a look at uh, the certificate of insurance that the association sends out. You know the association. Uh, probably sends that out like clockwork and you don't even realize it half the time. Yes, um, a lot of times in that annual packet, when you have the annual meeting of uh, homeowners, there's specific information that is required. And uh, some of that is uh, how much is the association in debt for? What expenses were over $5,000 that took place this year? You have uh, information on who the insurance company is, the carrier, uh, what the certificate of insurance is, the coverage, all of that. Why? So that you can take that information to your mortgage company. You can uh, you can uh, share that uh, with them so that you have the proper coverage. What was taking place here with these uh, few people is unfortunate, but it was something that they set up uh, because of their... Uh, own uh, negligence, and it had nothing to do with a bad association or bad management company uh, not taking care of the association uh, in a prudent manner. It There's a responsibility every homeowner has to uh, make sure you have the right coverage. Share this story because it, it's something that's uh, good to consider. So if you don't think you've gotten that information, information, take a moment to contact your HOA uh, or the management company and uh, ask for a certificate of insurance and take that to your insurance agent. Find out what you need so that you're not like these few people in Eden Prairie. When a catastrophic event takes place, you're not covered. Well, let's begin uh, with the next uh, part of our show, and that is we have a lot of of uh, questions that you, uh, the listener, have been writing in. Uh, this year has been phenomenal, and I appreciate that. And so let's get started. Uh, I'm glad to have with me uh, back on the show, Dan Greenstein, of Greenstein Sellers. Dan, welcome back.
2: Thank you, Gene. Good morning. And I will just add on one quick statement to what you've been talking about. And I find that a very large percentage of homeowners don't follow the uh, increasing uh, retainage or deductible on the master policy of insurance. And then they become upset when they've got to go out of pocket to complete the restoration of their unit. It's a very common problem.
1: Yes, you're you're so right. Well, Dan, we've got uh, a lot of questions. I got a chance to send them over to you beforehand to be able to take sure. a look. Uh, let's let's, let's let's dig in, shall we? Uh, the let's very go. first question, um, and that is: Hey, is there an industry standard fee that HOAs charge for? Document copy request. We have a member that is hounding our management company, not only for copies, but for information regarding the developer's duties, responsibilities, etc. The premise is he wants to understand how the turnover is going to take place. Does an HOA have the right to charge for the manager's time?
2: Very good question. Um, uh, let, me, let me put it this way. When a homeowner buys a unit in an association from a developer, they should get that kind of information from the developer, the seller of the unit. Uh, a couple points. One, that developer or seller is the, the, the declarant, and that declarant determines all of the financial budgets and assessments and turnover period. Uh, when they form the association. Number two, all of that information is set out in the association's resale disclosure, which the declarant or a subsequent seller of the unit has to provide to a new buyer. And thirdly, it's it's going to also be set out in the declaration of the association. So there's a lot of that. That's four different ways an owner and association already has access to all of the information they're seeking here. But if that doesn't do it and they are really looking for other records or financial documents, uh, they have the opportunity to obtain those from the association. Uh, by making an appointment, going to probably the manager's office or the declarant's office, going through the documents and requesting copies, which they have to uh, provide for them at no more than 25 cents a sheet.
1: Yes, I want to talk about that a little bit, but um, looking at the clock, we need to take a a break. When we come back, I'd like you to explain... uh, as you already have started here, what, what are the rights that a homeowner has? And this is according to Minnesota state statutes, when you are asking for information from your homeowner association. And we'll talk about what can you ask for? What can't you ask for? That and more here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Back after this. AM
6: 1280 The Patriot.
9: in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com.
8: At CIT, we understand that in life, change is the only constant. For over a 100 years, we've helped customers like you gain the financial flexibility you need to adapt to change. Whether you're building your business or your savings, we know that each day presents a new opportunity to turn your potential into financial strength. That's tomorrow thinking, empowering you to bank like you. Learn more at CIT.com. Member FDIC. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where
1: he takes on. Uh,
2: Gene?
0: listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan.
1: I like to think that we can help. Uh, I really do, especially when we have uh, guests uh, like my good friend Dan Greenstein, regular on on the show. Uh, We're talking about listener questions. Um, And let me just say, if you have uh, a question uh, that you'd like uh, us to take a look at here on the show, let me uh, tell you where you can go. Go to our website. Newconceptsgroup.com. There you're going to find our, our uh, homepage. Uh, look under Education and Resources, pull down the menu, select Radio Show, and there will be all of my contact information for you to send an informa- uh, any information, any question that you have, and we will be happy to air it here on the show. Maybe you have a topic that you would like uh, to have uh, covered. Well, let's get back. My guest, Dan Greenstein. Dan, always appreciate uh, when you uh, come here to uh, give us uh, uh, your thoughts and perspective. We're talking about uh, the first question someone had and that was, what is the information uh, that a homeowner can expect to get from their HOA? And you were just beginning to to lay out um, uh, what information and you said, first of all, there's uh, three or four spots where they can go to look for information that they probably al- already have when they purchase the home. But if they Correct. don't and they need more information, uh, go through uh, that list again. What is it that they can expect?
2: Well, they're, they're entitled to review and obtain a copy of any information that would take place at an open meeting of the board of directors. We know that the board of directors can close their meetings for certain matters and discuss those matters without the information being available to the entire membership. The Whatever records are discussed or would be discussed in that closed meeting are not available for copying uh, to the general membership. However, everything else is. Everything else that would be discussed at an open meeting is available for examination by any owner in the association uh, and they, there's a maximum fee of 25 cents per copy if they want to make copies of those documents. And okay. if they're saved electronically, by the way, then the association is obligated to provide electronic copies for free.
1: Yeah, and uh, and if uh, it's just a matter of asking for a few things, that's not a difficult thing. Now, you mentioned there are some things that will take place in a uh, executive uh, session or private uh, uh, closed session with the board. Right. What would right. some of those matters be that uh, a homeowner should realize they're probably not going to get information on.
2: Right. Well, There's three large categories of uh, reasons for a board to close a meeting. The first is dealing with staff, salaries, employees, that sort of thing. And it's, it's deemed to be confidential. Not everyone there needs to know what's going on with the employees and staff. The second general category would be uh, pending or potential uh, civil litigation so okay. disputes where someone says i 'm going to sue you or disputes where they're they're saying i 'm not going to pay my assessments because you board you do a lousy job those are all considered pending or potential litigation um, it's, it's not a huge federal lawsuit or anything but nevertheless it could it's a dispute a conflict which could lead to illegal action. Um, the third general category is criminal. It's uh, pending or potential criminal uh, action that uh, is relevant to the association. So it could be a, an owner in the association. I had an association not too long ago where one of the owners was selling drugs from the third floor of Whoa. a senior co-op. You know. <laughs> That, that was a closed meeting. Uh, it could be meeting with the police department uh, to discuss ongoing crime that okay. may affect your association, those kind of things.
1: All right. Uh, one last thing that I think needs to be addressed here that uh, I hear from some people, they'll say, well, the uh, I'm supposed to get information and you're supposed to give me copies and uh, the HOA isn't uh, helping me out. The management company isn't helping out. But what they're talking about, Dan, is not a copy like the last minutes of uh, right. the previous meeting of the board. Th- those are written. Those can be sent. Uh, and like you said, a lot of times they're electronic. Here you go. Well, what we're talking about is someone saying, I want to see a comparison of. And uh, so what they're asking for is uh, basically... Uh, they want uh, management to take a look at a couple of different documents and put together a special spreadsheet. That's what they say is the I information. See. And to and so to that end, uh, no, homeowners should not expect that. The eight, Even though the management company does work for everybody in the association, they are not at the beck and call of every individual for uh, whatever they desire.
2: Absolutely. The management company carries out the decisions of the board of directors. And if an owner is that interested in comparing contracts or vendors or prices, they can do so by attending the board meetings when when those topics are discussed.
1: Or get on the board. I I find overall very few people who have ever said, uh, I want to be on the board and have not been given that opportunity. (laughs) <laughs> it's, often it's,
2: it's, they're begging people to get on the board.
1: Darn right. Let's go to our next question, Dan. And th- this one is interesting. Someone said, the board recently imposed a $500 annual fee on all landlord owners in our
2: association.
1: Is this discriminatory?
2: A very easy answer to this question, it is discriminatory. You cannot discriminate against owners who simply don't live in their unit and and rent it out. Now, what a lot of associations will do, and and this is usually done because people prefer to have owners living in the units rather than renting the units. Mm -hmm. Um, One way to somewhat... uh, Attack this kind of discrimination is it would be appropriate to charge in, charge any owner, including uh, um, occupied owners or, or landlord owners, a move in or a move out fee because yes. that fee is applied uniformly against all owners and therefore it's not discriminatory, but as a practical matter. Landlord owners will end up paying that fee more often than uh, owner-occupied unit owner.
1: Uh, very, uh, you're you're so right. Uh, very good. I, uh, I have found that uh, uh, people have uh, not uh, understood that idea that uh, uh, with a nonprofit organization, uh, they are obligated to be able to uh, charge everybody for. Only actual services that are being provided, and Correct. so to say, well, we think we have a, a nuisance factor. Uh, that uh, if that isn't uh, followed through with a known cost, uh, then that's where they get into to uh, a shady area. That's what you're and saying.
2: Gene, really, the solution for a board that wants to limit the number of rentals in their community is to take a homeowner's vote and put in a number of units or a percentage of units that can be rented out, put that in the association's declaration. And in that way, it's totally enforceable.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, But uh, bottom line, you need to take a look at uh, folks. What is it that you're really concerned with if there is an indeed a cost, and uh, like uh, Dan said, if you're in a condo association, every time you have people moving in and out, uh, they're uh, uh, treading on the carpeting, and it's getting a little bit dir- uh, dirty. Uh, having a move-in fee, a landlord's going to be paying that fee yearly because of uh, having a, a different renter. But if uh, but everybody's paying the same fee once because they're probably going to have a little bit of wear and tear on the carpeting. There needs to be something set up with the pad set up in the elevator for people to uh, be ready to not scratch the elevator when they're bringing their stuff in, that kind of thing. So that makes sense. Uh, Dan, let's go on to uh, our next question. And uh, that is, our president likes to get only one proposal from a company. For example, we're having about $7,000 worth of tree work done. Then, without a board meeting to discuss the proposal, he goes door to door and collects director signatures, avoiding those that would potentially disagree with the proposal. And they said, I thought that approving expenditures required a vote of the entire
2: board wow that's that's a mouthful gene i i see four different uh examples of wrongdoing in this one question um the first of all the president should not be making any of these decisions by his or herself uh the board needs to take up every part of this Uh, discussion uh, on how many proposals to get which companies to get them from that's a board decision that's not the president's decision and the board needs to have that discussion and either take a vote on which companies to get proposals from or appoint one person and it could be the president to undertake this process Um, the second issue is that the president goes door to door and collects director signatures and it says avoiding those that would disagree well the only way that directors can sign uh something in writing to make a decision and not have a a meeting to have the decision is if the decision is unanimous in other words every single board member would have to approve whatever's on this piece of paper that the president's proposing in order to collect signatures and go forward based on that. If one director says, "No, I don't agree with that, I'm not signing," then you have to have an official board meeting. You can't just collect signatures. So and then at the like- board
1: meeting, at the board meeting, then you could have uh, yeah. you don't have to have a unanimous decision.
2: Correct. It can be a majority at the board meeting, but it has to be uh, unanimous if you're just collecting signatures. That's correct. Okay.
1: Dan, we've Um, got to take another quick break, uh, uh, but let's continue on uh, with this. This is a a very good question and one I think a number of HOA boards probably struggle with from time to time. uh, We're talking about uh, listener questions with my guest, Dan Greenstein, Don't go away. So much more of where you live after these messages. AM
0: 1280, The Patriot.
4: Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753.
0: Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for and Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., Private.com slash disclosures.
6: Don't start to talk. I could talk all night.
0: You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan.
1: Welcome back to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan. Uh, My uh, guest is a regular on the show that I always appreciate having on, and that's attorney Dan Greenstein. We're we've been talking about listener questions, and uh, we have about oh seven and a half minutes left on the clock. Let's see how many we can get in. But we're but we have uh, uh, at the break we were talking about this situation, Dan. Uh, again, folks, uh, this is a president who uh, likes to get uh, just one proposal instead of three, and instead of at a board meeting. Uh, prefers to go door-to-door, and then when they get uh, the requisite number, uh, oh, here's a majority, just moves ahead and avoids other directors. And we're talking about, can that be done? And, Dan, it sounds like uh, you're emphatic on that, and that is no.
2: <laughs> the answer is no, no, no. And you know what the, the The interesting thing to me is? This president probably feels like he or she is doing a really uh, uh, advantageous thing for the board by taking this project uh, underhand by himself or herself and getting everything done and making it simple. But in doing that, this president is clearly violating his standard of care and how Minnesota law provides he's supposed to act as a director. I'm surprised all the time—
1: yeah. yeah, go ahead. Get Go legal on go me, legal, and then I've got a question
2: he's required to act in the best interest of the entire community, and he's supposed to use the care that an ordinarily prudent person would under the circumstances. Well, if you're a a normal person and you're going to spend $7,000 worth of money on tree work, you probably want to shop around a little bit. You probably want to talk to the other directors, and you certainly don't want to Take your clipboard under your arm and go around knocking on doors of people you know will say yes to anything you ask them. Yeah,
1: one of the reasons why I think this happens, and it goes on a a number of times, Um, you know, I will will find uh, in our uh, line of work as the property management company, we go through preparing a long board packet that has got an executive summary, uh, comparing bids, things that they've asked us to do, priority of uh, of uh, of requests. We get through all of that only to find that something else comes up mid-month. And what I find is uh, there is this uh, uh, tyranny of the urgent that uh, <laughs> takes place where everyone has to all of a sudden, well, something new came up and, By gosh, we can't even wait to even discuss it at a board meeting, and that's why people and board members sometimes uh, don't like being on the board because they're making a full-time job for themselves, and it's ridiculous. Most of these problems, most of these issues could wait a little bit and probably could be done smarter and cheaper, like you said, uh, if a prudent person was taking a look at this.
2: I agree. I agree. I
1: agree. Yeah. Wow. Um, so uh, we've established what this person needs to do is uh, make this uh, uh, make these types of items an agenda item. Cover them on the board because people were voted, and they have that uh, they have uh, that uh, authority and responsibility then to uh, to participate as a board member into uh, a exactly. vote. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Let's get to another question, Uh, Dan. um, Let's see which one I want here. Um, Here's one. Uh, Our HOA has five buildings. Two are three-story wood structures, and the others are nine-story concrete towers. The towers are having substantial concrete repair done. Some of the work is for the common breezeways, but most is related to unit balconies. Should the whole HOA share the financial burden for these repairs?
2: Oh, that's a good question. And that kind of uh, allocation of expenses comes up all of the time. What we don't know in this question is what does the declaration say about this? How does it treat limited common elements? Um, If we assume for a minute that this association is governed by the new statute, the Minnesota Common Interest Ownership Act, then the statute itself allows the association board to assess the costs to the units benefited. So they could assess different costs to the uh, two and three story wood structures versus the concrete towers. Um, They could take all of the concrete expenses and they could assess them to the concrete towers. They could take the wood uh, structure, uh, you know, uh, whatever's on the exterior of those units and allocate the expense to those units. That's all in the statute governing uh, associations formed after 1994. So we don't know the exact answer, but I'm willing to guess that either in the governing documents of the association or by default the statute that governs them, the board has the authority to make this kind of decision. They can't do it on a one-off basis. They have to sit down and they have to uh, make a policy on which expenses.
6: look at all these options.
0: You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream the Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com.
3: The Taxman Cometh. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing retirement income and the taxes you pay on that income in retirement. Many retirees are shocked at how high taxes can be after they retire. Don't get caught without a plan. Alan Mike will share with you how to create a tax efficient income strategy. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot. Or call them right now with your questions at 855 231 6010.
0: AM-1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like stars and stripes. (laughs) Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app.